Welcome to the Browns cast episode two. I'm your host Cokes. Opening day today for the NFL. Super exciting. I think all football fans across the universe are ready for kickoff. It's been quite a while since we can dissect a game, analyze, pick our pick our teams against the line over-unders. And in honor of opening day, I want to assess the Browns and the Bengals. And I got the Bengals, right, or not what I have, but what it's listed as is the Bengals minus two and a half and the over-under is 47 and a half. Yes, you heard that right. The sportsbooks has the Bengals minus two and a half. Now, I think the Browns are going to shock the world in this first game. They're going to start fast and they're going to make the Bengals look like a junior varsity high school team. They're going to destroy them. I think the Browns are going to look so good that after week one, you're going to hear they're going to cover the Browns like, oh, Browns, are they Super Bowl? You know, are they going to go to the Super Bowl? They're the best team in the AFC. You're going to get that for a week because they are going to destroy the Bengals. Okay. So Bengals minus two and a half bet of the year is Browns plus two and a half at home. Now the over under is a little tougher. I want to say over, but it could definitely be uh, under. I could see the Bengals not scoring very many points, but the Browns have such favorable matchups. And I want to get into a few of those right away. So the first big one that I like to talk about is the Bengals have Jonah Williams at right tackle. Okay. Jonah Williams is right tackle. He's starting at the right tackle for the, for the, for the Bengals. He is a left tackle. All right. He is a left tackle that um, historically has never played right tackle, except I believe he played right tackle in college. But when you switch a left tackle to a right tackle, okay, or a right tackle to a left tackle, it takes either, they either stink or it takes a long time for them to get good again at that. It's a totally different position. When you start taking a certain amount of reps at, let's say, left tackle and they switch you to right tackle, the whole game changes. And so they're putting this guy to start at right tackle uh, with Joe Burrow, you know, having his calf injury. And you're going against, in my opinion, probably the most difficult defensive line in football. That's a big deal. And so if this guy sees Miles Garrett or Zadarius Smith coming from his side, he's in trouble. It's his offside. So you might see Miles Garrett, even though he was probably going to have a field day anyways, you're going to see him possibly have a career day to start the season, maybe a three-sack game for Miles Garrett. And you have to think of the defensive line for the Cleveland Browns as the engine of the car. That's how Jim Schwartz describes it. They are the engine that makes the car go. So the pace of the game, you know, is dictated by the success of the defensive line. I was just listening to a podcast with Shelby Harris. Very excited to be a Brown after inking that $27.5 million deal. I mean, we have just bulldozers on that line. The two defensive ends are top 100 NFL players. Both the ends. And one's a freak of nature. Half human, half monster. Miles Garrett. I don't think people understand how, what is he, like 6'5", 270. He's massive, but he's quicker. He could duck under. He can move faster. He's a cheat code. Okay, back in the day when you had video games, there were ways like with your shark pack and stuff, you could type in a cheat code and get like the superpowers. Well, Miles Garrett is a natural cheat code. Okay, and he might start the season with three sacks. 
I wouldn't be surprised if it's four. Three and a half, something like that, you know? Shares one with Tomlinson or something. But the other favorable thing is, is that when you talk about Deshaun Watson and his, you know, first game really starting the whole season, we're not going to count last year. Going up, going up against the Bengals, when both of their cornerbacks, Taylor Britt and Awuzie, okay, both cornerbacks, neither had an interception last year. Neither had an interception last year. And if you go back further in their career, like Awuzie, for instance, the most picks he ever had was two, which was the year before with the Bengals. But all the years with Dallas, he just got one every year. One, one interception. So he averages one interception a year. And then you go to the other side with Taylor Britt, who last year was his rookie season, zero interceptions. None. None. And you got Amari Cooper, Deshaun Watson, you know, trying to prove everyone wrong, show that he's worth all this money. And Stefanski want to start off fast. And probably they're probably going to put, they're going to pile guys in the box against Chubb. And so they're going to give Watson the opportunity to either beat them. You're either going to win by Watson or lose by Watson. And I think this is going to be a win by Watson. And he's going to destroy this secondary. That is mediocre at best. And then when you look at the other side, Burrow, we don't know how healthy he is. We have no idea. But going at, if the defensive line of the Cleveland Browns is hitting on all cylinders and is rushing him, knocking him down, possibly making him scramble outside, the Bengals are done. And that's what I think is going to happen. I think you're going to see a breakout game by this D-line. Schwartz's first game, reputation on the line, bunch of new guys. I mean, this is a big, big game, whether it's Miles Garrett whether it's Dalvin Tomlinson, whether it's Jordan Elliott, whether it's Darius Smith, whether it's Shelby Harris, whoever it is, these guys know that they're the engine. Speaking about the defense, you got Denzel Ward is questionable because of his concussion protocol. Juan Thornhill is also questionable, but he's going to start. So that's what you're looking at with injuries. Uh, you know, I see Juan Thornhill getting a pick, or maybe Delpit getting a thick, uh, 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 an interception. Speaking about Grand Delpit, our strong safety, he might be the best person against the run. I mean, he was incredible last year. But I think we, what you might see against the Bengals is possibly like three safety sets, potentially. I think you're going to show that defensive line is going to be able to get to Burrow just by themselves, and then you're going to see more possibly coverage. Um, and I don't think that uh, they're going to have, I don't think the Bengals are going to have much luck with, with uh, Joe Mixon. But what I do worry about, obviously, they got Jamar Chase, they got T. Higgins, they got Tyler Boyd. And Jamar Chase has been successful in the past against the Browns. I mean, he's very, very good. He's not a freak of nature like Miles Garrett, but he's definitely a freak show. And he definitely has Denzel Ward's number. And we don't even know 100% of Denzel's going to play. But if I, if I had to choose, if the question was, who will have more total yards? Nick Chubb or Jamar Chase? Who would you take? Who has more total yards? Doesn't matter if it's rushing or receiving. Jamar Chase or Nick Chubb? Are you saying Jamar Chase? Well, I think that's a good guess. I think he could get a buck 20, something like that. 118 with a touchdown. But I, there's a chance that Chubb's going to get like 164 and two TDs. I really believe that this Browns team is going to start off so hot. They are going to literally destroy the Bengals. I know that you're not hearing that elsewhere, but someone's got to bring you the hard facts as they are. It's at home. 
you got all these new players. You got a great D coordinator. You got Watson need to prove himself. You have a terrible secondary by the Bengals. And Stefanski starts off fast. His team start off fast. They score that first touchdown. They start off quickly at the beginning of games. Well, they're going to start quickly at the beginning of the season. So, and they have the Bengals number. They do. So you're going to see the Browns have a field day on Sunday. And yes, you heard it here first on the Browns cast because no one else is telling you this because the Bengals are great. They're fantastic. They're going to make a run for the, you know, for the Super Bowl later in the year, but game one is not for them. So the minus two and a half Bengals putting the house and I would remortgage. I would take out a mortgage against everything I own for another house and then put that all on the Browns. So if you lose, you lose everything and some, but if you win, you win the houses over under 47 and a half. That's a tough one. <sighs> My gut wants to say over. Uh, it's going to be tough though. Cause I don't think the Bengals are going to score. Uh, they could score a decent amount of points. It's a tough one. You know, it could be like a 35, uh, 17 type scenario. Um, that is definitely possible. I'm also very eager to see the offensive line of the Browns and see how well they do. Jedrick Wills in particular. I want to see how he does with uh, Deshaun Watson and his scrambling and giving him the time. Uh, obviously with Wyatt Teller, Joel Batonia, we are, and Jack Conklin, we're just fantastic. Uh, but I do want to see how well they can protect uh, Watson, see how he can, you know, maybe rush for some yards, how well they block for the run for Nick Chubb is going to be very uh, intriguing to watch. And then one other aspect of the offense that for some reason, Browns fans are looking at Elijah Moore like, Elijah Moore is already an accomplished like Randall Cobb, but we've seen sparks of greatness and what he can be, but he's never been that yet. This is his breakout season. For some reason, we feel like he's already broken out and then we got him. But the truth is he hasn't like, this is the opportunity. Sure. He has the talent. He could be lined up anywhere. He's extremely athletic. I mean, he is, but don't forget for two years, he's getting 500 yards a year. Played 16 games last year, 37 receptions, 446 yards in touch. I know, I know, I know, I know. And the year before, only 11 games played. I get it, only 43 receptions. But that's what I'm saying. He's never had a 90 reception year, an 80 reception year. So for some reason, we are forgetting that as Browns fans and saying, this guy is already an accomplished Randall Cobbs. So we draft him high in fantasy. This is the year for him to prove it. Now, will he? I give him... It's really a 50-50 shot. I could see him just getting another 400-yard season and just coasting through. I wouldn't be surprised. Another, but this is the season. So he did not break out yet. He has the potential, and now is the season to see how well he can do with the Deshaun Watson and a great offensive line and other targets with Amari Cooper, great running game with Nick Chubb, and then other uh, uh, other parts of the offense that are going to be very interesting to watch is David Njoku and Jordan Aikens. I want to see how well the tight ends do. I want to see David Njoku. I want to see how well he plays because he too is not some breakout star, right? He has the opportunity to, and he's been solid and he's extremely athletic. They're both extremely athletic, very, very athletic. And, you know, playing last year, 14 games, having 58 receptions, right? Being targeted 80 times, having 628 yards, 10 yards uh, a reception with four touchdowns. It's solid, but it's not great. It's not fantastic. He still has yet to have that maybe 70 receptions. Let's get, we need to get over 750 yards. Have to get 800. We need 800 yards out of him. So 
we like think these guys are just like full studs that have already broken out, but it's not true. He's been consistent, you know, pretty much around the 600, you know, and four touchdowns. He gets four touchdowns like all the time, like four of his seven years, pretty much. Um, but how well is he going to play with a full season with Watson? He's going to be a key aspect. And don't forget, when you have a quarterback that can rush like Watson, you know, like remember the days with Vic when he would run, who his number one's target was his tight end, Aldry Crumpler, right? They always throw the tight end when they rush. I mean, look at. I would say he's rushing. He's definitely not a rushing quarterback, but he scrambles and does crazy shit, which is uh, Patrick Mahomes. And he throws it to Kelsey, but Kelsey's incredible. But when you have these quarterbacks that can run, right? Even Lamar Jackson throwing to Andrews, right? You have, you need to have a great tight end. And so this is ultimately the year for Nujoku to really do something special. He's got Watson for a whole year. He needs to be available in the red zone when he's scrambling out and a quick last minute throw from Watson right into that huge target in the back of the end zone, just standing there. Bam. That's the season for Njoku. That is it. And like I said, the most exciting thing is the defense, that defensive line. I think the Bengals are in trouble, especially because who they're starting and they're moving a left tackle to a right tackle, which if you ask any tackle in, in, in the NFL, it's not so easy to just go from left to right. It's not just like a, you can't just swap people out if they're on the left side forever to go to the right side. It's not so easy. And so they are going to have a lot of trouble going against this. So talented. Miles Garrett, Dalvin Thompson. I mean, Zadari Smith, Jordan Elliott, Shelby Harris. They're all switching. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Great safeties. Grant Delpit, Juan Thornhill, right? And it's going to be very, very um, interesting to watch Greg Newsom as well. He needs to have a big year. Very, very important. Uh, depending on the health of Denzel Ward, Martin Emerson is going to be a key aspect of this defense all year. And to see him play in game one is going to be important, especially against someone like Burrow, right? It's also going to be fun to watch Dustin Hopkins. Hopefully, he, he's got a lot of pressure. He better make every single field goal. He better make every single field goal. And Donovan Peoples-Jones, you know, pretty solid. I think we know what we can get out of him, what to expect, and what's going to happen. Um, so, uh, you know, speaking about Burrow, uh, let's play this clip here. Uh, this is from ESPN.com from, uh, uh, Pat McAfee, um, and AJ Hawk. It's a minute, 40 seconds talking about this matchup, just talking about, um, Burrow and, and his health. Let's just take a listen. not good he ends up getting hurt they don't but they've started slow and had to catch up at the end because they're gamers seemingly that's kind of the way their locker room is built big one for the browns here this is a big weekend for the cleveland browns potentially i think there's so much unknown that's what people are intrigued by and i, I live in a columbus ohio so i have a lot of browns and Bengals fans around me all the time and the Bengals. the whole question's all joe burrow how's joe and everyone i see oh is joe gonna be okay like i don't know you look like he popped his cap early in camp let's see he's going to <laughs> i think he's gonna play but i think he's smart and he's you don't want to sit out and make big like declarations in the media like, i'm gonna be out there no matter what i am playing i'm not gonna have any setbacks if you don't he's smart so he's saying like yeah, joe will be out there i think so but the browns we don't know what we have in deshaun watson like we don't know what level he's gonna play at and if you look at him on paper they have talent all the way around that roster. So I think this could be a good game. I think so, too. I think it's a big one for the AFC North. It's hot in the kitchen in the AFC North. And this is certainly a welcome to the season for both of them. Well, I mean, that wasn't Joe Burr. I don't know who that <laughs> guy true, was, right. but that wasn't Joe Shiesty. I mean, his hair didn't look as cool. It looked well, like 
bags under his eyes and now he's uh, watching film yeah for, for sure and, that, and that's what he should be doing absolutely but it just didn't have that same pizzazz we talk a lot about pizzazz and it didn't i didn't get the pizzazz out of joe and now i kind of go back to when i thought that he might have torn his achilles it he's like moving a little bit a little in the hands a little well, he's, in, yeah. he's anxious exactly make out joe cool Joe Cool's anxious about the Joe Cool. He's excited. Yes, yeah. it's, it's, it's excitement. It's a positive. I don't, it didn't look like it like that. All right, so that's a little discussion there about Burrow and if he's really healthy. We don't really know. No one knows how healthy he is or is not. So it's going to be really important to watch him early and see how he's moving around the pocket. Um, see if he's uh, you know able to you know avoid this incredible defensive line. And I think Schwartz is going to be aggressive in the beginning. I think he's going to leverage Miles Garrett and let them run free. That's his whole style of coaching is the defensive line has like no rules. It's just you guys go all out and attack and attack and attack. That's why the D-line loves playing for Jim Schwartz. All right. They have a very open game plan for defensive linemen. So they're very exciting for them. They could do a lot. They're very dynamic. Uh, and so I think you're going to see a huge day for Miles Garrett amongst others, but massive day. Probably three sacks. I mean, massive day. And yes, the Browns are going to destroy them by at least two touchdowns. At least two touchdowns. Uh, so that's pretty good against the Bengals for an opener. Two touchdowns, I would say that's pretty much destroying them, especially being dogs by two and a half. So that's a big opening day. Um, we'll analyze some more, post some other podcasts uh, leading up to this. Uh, we got a couple more days to do some analysis before the game starts. Then we'll do a pregame show on Sunday where you can join us on YouTube, on Rumble, wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be posted immediately after, so you can stream it if you're driving to the game, whatever it might be. But the Browns cast will be here for you all season long, giving you the facts, giving you the stats, giving you the analysis, giving you everything you need to know to be the best, most knowledgeable Browns fan in the history of Cleveland sports. This is it, baby. We're back. We're better than ever. And this is the year, as predicted on episode one, we're going to the AFC Championship. You're probably saying, oh, well, what about the Super Bowl? We're just not ready for the Super Bowl yet, but we're ready for the AFC Championship. This is it. We're going to come out hot. Watson will have a solid game. Miles Garrett will have a great game. We're going to look, that two and a half line is going to look foolish after the game is over. Absolutely foolish. Mark my words. The Browns are going to destroy the Bengals, week one of the NFL season, the 2023-2024 NFL season. You heard it, here for, you heard it here first on the Browns cast. We'll be with you later in the week. Take care, Coast.